Planet Water Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to Planet Water the HNO podcast episode 11. Yeah yeah. Hey Chance, <laughs> how are you? Doing awesome man, how about you? I'm living the dream, huh? Living the dream. And I have to say like episode 11 already. It's like it's getting crazier and crazier I here know, every it's day. Fine. Bye. It's 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 amazing that we we pushing out so many episodes and what do you think about our last guest? Oh my god, it was so awesome. He was hilarious. Yeah, I think he's so, so funny. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. No, sure. uh, uh, Solomon is an amazing guy, and he yeah. was a great server back in the days at, at Race. <laughs> and it's always hilarious to see all my my former employees uh, now here on the podcast and making it with great comedians. It's yeah. it's so it's much really fun to see that progress. It's I think so cool. too. No, I, I I love the idea, and it's it's amazing how he the, what he accomplished. I think absolutely and. Uh, we talked a little bit about Red Bull. Are you still doing so many Red Bulls that you can pass out in the night? Or oh, no. <laughs> I'm all coffee and tea now these okay. days. And that works the same? When you oh, drink no. a lot of coffee, you Not anymore. I think out? it was just a kid thing. When I was a kid and I drank Red Bull or coffee, I was out. That which is, is so weird. Funny. It's just caffeine overload. But now that is so funny. I'm addicted. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So we have a very, very special uh, episode today because finally... It's literally finally, because I look back, um, we have Viva Con Aqua episode right in front of us, and I'm very excited about this, because um, for me, as a water sommelier, I was always interesting to giving back to the community, mm -hmm. or giving back the idea, and we all know I'm talking in my interviews all the time about like the uh, that a lot of people don't have access to clean and safe drinking water around this planet, and obviously here at Planet Water, the HNO podcast, we are drinking all this amazing all these amazing waters, but let's face it, there's millions and millions of people on this planet who do not have access to clean and safe mm -hmm. drinking water. And this always concerns me. And the ideas behind the water menu at Patina and about planet water as well as that we're talking all the time about the fact that water is not just water, that water is very important in our lives and that we maybe should change our use of water. Absolutely. And that is, I think, a very, yeah. very important message what we always want to give. And I was always looking for a charity or like a fundraising event, what we can uh, build up the Planet Water and my water sommelier course. So I worked with water.org in the past, what was actually very nice. I did some fundraising for them. But finally, uh, Viva Con Aqua is joining us here in California. And I'm extremely excited to say hello to Michael. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So your pronunciation is obviously different in Germany. So it's... What is, your, what is your real name in Germany? Uh, Michael Matthias Friedemann Fritz. Jesus. Oh, okay. Easy. Gesundheit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but here, now you're Michael, I think. Or Mike, or what is, what is your American name? However you want to call me. It's not about <laughs> me. It's about uh, clean drinking water, like your introduction already says. Yeah. So it's, uh, my name is probably today uh, Viva Conagua, <laughs> which is I Latino. This. I love this. So I heard about you guys the first time in 2006. 
because I did an interview for the German uh, radio station. It's called Fritz Radio, actually, mm. in Berlin. Mm. So it has nothing to do with you, but it is like from the RBB. It's like a, it's like the uh, uh, state-owned uh, radio station, mm. and they have a youth channel, and it's called Fritz Radio in Berlin. And they're very like edgy and very cool, and they're playing good music, and they have like very interesting topics. Mm. And I was invited once there because they did a whole topic about water. Oh, so okay. I was there to drinking different waters, to to taste different waters. With the, with the people, but then there was a guy, and I'm so sorry, I forgot his name, but he was a great guy, and I didn't find the picture. It really bothers me. I have a picture of that event, and for sure I will find it one day, and we will do this with with a throwback Thursday. Then mm. at one point, uh, how I did this 2006 interview, and there was a guy from Viva Con Agua, and we were talking about it, and it was very interesting about the whole concept, what you guys are doing, and I loved the concept. So obviously in 2011, I moved here to Los Angeles and I always had this in mind, Viva Con Aqua, that would be so cool to have this like on my side to do something with them here in America. Mm. And now I was amazed when I suddenly received an introduction email from a good friend of mine to say like, hey, listen, uh, Viva Con Aqua is coming over to California and they want to start up here the whole idea of Viva Con Aqua America. So I'm very, very excited to have mm. you here, Michael. So tell me a little bit, like, how did Viva Con Aqua start it, actually? How, who came up with the idea? Where did it start it? What is the, what is Viva Con Aqua means? Um, actually, everything started in Cuba back in the days uh, when my friend Benjamin, we founded it together. Uh, he was a professional soccer player for uh, San Pauli, which is a club in Hamburg, Germany. Mm. Second league back then, third league. And they had, uh, were the first Western club ever who had a, like, exercise uh, camp in Cuba. Actually, mm. they played against the Cuban national team. With press, they lost 3-1. Without press, they won 3-1. Uh, <laughs> so maybe there's a, there you see about the uh, about the press and the power. But um, yeah, then we just started. We wanted to do something social with the club and with all the supporters. It's really political, socially engaged football club. It's You can't compare it to any other club like mm. Bavaria, Munich, which are really successful. But... Uh, San Pauli is more about s social culture and uh, politics. Yeah, and they have very good fans as well. I know Absolutely. the whole idea of, of San Pauli it's right next to the Reeperbahn, so it's a red light district hmm. in Hamburg. It's very edgy, the area, hmm. but like very cool, very undergroundy and everything. And I think the football club San Pauli was always like never thought about themselves as a oh, we are like the big boys like Bavaria, like Bayern München, mm. like we want to make money, it's all about revenue. They were always more about fans giving back to the culture and this kind of thing. So I love the concept actually of, of St. Pauli. So that's yeah. where the Latino name came from, the Viva Con Aqua, it's because it was in Cuba? Exactly, oh, that's okay. the reason. Cool. And actually it's really good for us because some of our partners, for example, they called in Germany <laughs> So if you have a German name and coming then to another country mm. and you don't understand it immediately, but Viva Con Agua, everybody understands, okay, it's about living and it's about water. And this, yeah. that's actually the main idea about Viva Con Agua is like supporting people with clean drinking water worldwide and do it with living. So enjoying with uh, positive energy, with universal languages like music, art, culture. So whatever we do, it has to make ourselves joy. A little bit like your approach also. If it doesn't make joy to have a podcast here, people won't listen to it, Correct. won't come again and stuff yeah. like that. So, and especially for the young people, because in Germany it's like 90% of all donations come from 60-year-old people. So wow. the young people like us, they are 
totally engaged. No, they are not engaged. Yeah. They totally taken out because also the the they just concentrate on the the older people who have a big, bigger income of course mm. but they're not concentrating on the young innovative creative crazy freak people and that is actually what Vivo Conagua is about we are just young people so when we started it we were like 22 and 25 we had no idea about how to do a non-profit how to do a social business how to do an art gallery which is social and a festival and stuff like that so we had to come up with something new this mm. was basically why Vivo Conagua is really like not like a normal non-profit mm. organization. we call ourselves all profit because also i tell all the times the people if it there is no profit for the people who get engaged they won't get engaged for a longer period of time so i have to check what's the profit of martin reese engaging for viva con mm. on a long-term scale so he stays part of the family and if it's only because he has a nice time or uh, finds a girl or you're already married yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me in trouble <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no but sometimes this is in Germany like because there are so many young people of course and yeah. it's community based yeah. so we have like 20,000 volunteers who are really yeah. young and of course they're looking out to have so it was started in Kenya in 2005 yes sir 2005 okay so how did the connection came then to San Pauli through the football club yes and then how did was the next like hurdles like what was the next like approach in 2005 to make it a little bit wider obviously did you try to like fundraise already something did you what did you do how did this whole thing start and become like bigger and bigger and bigger because let's face it guys maybe you never heard about viva con aqua but this is one of the biggest non-profit organizations mm. now in germany um, and this is something like really really amazing what you guys accomplished I love this. I, I mean, I think like uh, at the beginning, we just fundraised money with really small uh, actions with like uh, n uh, midwives uh, of every uh, water birth and mm. gave, uh, donated five euros and things like that. So really, but uh, connected to water and we um, collected like probably it was like 50,000 euros in, in half a year. And then we realized, okay, the people like it the way we do it with joy and stuff like that. And then we uh, started actually with one idea which became big in Germany on all the music festivals. You are not allowed to have glass bottles. Correct. Because of it can yeah, break. Security yeah. reasons. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the same and here in the States. Yeah. And we have a uh, hard plastic caps with a deposit, which is worth like one euro. Hmm. So we came up with the idea to uh, yeah collect the cups as a donation tool. Because oh wow, that's so, so cool. So it's totally easy and that's the reason why we have so many volunteers because they just go on a festival, they get hmm. the ticket for free and then they uh, collect cups and can ask the other uh, sex if they want to have uh, d um, sex or if they want to just <laughs> donate the, the cup or if they look for the concert together and stuff like that. And the musicians um. can support it via stage making an announcement and stuff. And that's the reason why we're working now with probably 300 festivals in Germany together where we're doing this wow. cup collection. And that's the reason why we have so many young people because they like festivals, of mm, course. They correct. are there. So yeah. you have yeah. to make it easier uh, for the people to get engaged. The barriers of engagement have to be really low. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like kind of interesting because you're saying about like deposit for cups. And I think a lot of Americans would say like, what the hell is this now? Yeah. Yeah. I never heard about this concept. So it's quite of interesting. And, and we talked a little bit sometimes about recycling mm -hmm. systems versus like Europe versus here in America. And the recycling system is a totally different one. So yeah. everybody's aware to recycle. 
in Germany. So everybody has this in his mindset already. It's not just about like, oh, I'm buying something and I'm just throwing it away. Yeah. Because you will have a deposit around 25 to, yeah, 25 cents, I think right now, euro cents. So that means it equals out to almost 30 cents per bottle. Yeah. What you're so putting a on a deposit, amount. that's actually yeah. a lot of money, not the five cents what you're here. And then the Americans or a lot, a lot of people saying like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm just giving it exactly. or like to the trash can and then you will see the homeless people picking it up. What actually is kind of cool that somehow yeah, really cool. somehow you like somehow you like sponsoring the homeless people with yeah. this and they at least they can do something in their living too because i'm doing the same all these water bottles i'm not throwing them away mm -hmm. we collecting them all i'm giving it to nancy my wife and she brings this to the hotel where she has some people from southern america working and they're collecting them and they're giving oh, wow. it away but in I germany think we have actually one thing uh, because for the homeless people there's a saying put the uh, bottles beside the trash can so that they don't, don't have, have to, to dig, dig here we go yeah. to, to worship this. the dignity of the people and so great. they just take it and you put it beside so in san Pauli, everywhere you can just put your bottles because you know somebody will pick it hmm. i think that's a great great approach we should yeah. we should start this here in america don't throw your bottles away guys don't put it in the trash can just mm. put it right next to it i love that yeah. concept yeah. I think that's great. I love this, Michael. So, and this is like the whole deposit thing is so different. And that's the reason when we're going to our festivals in Germany, uh, you won't see this red plastic cups everywhere hmm. and everybody throws them away. Yeah. They're like hard shelf plastic cups and you recycle them so they can be washed. Hmm. And all festivals, it's pretty much mandatory. We don't see anything just one way. Wow. We always think about this recycling aspect. And I love the idea, obviously, what you guys did to say, hey, we collecting them then for you and we will like this amount of money we will then give obviously to to our fundraising uh, courses interesting part about this as well is that you have a lot of celebrities who already like a piece uh, participating sorry my german my english sometimes uh participating on this and I think that's a kind of a cool idea because Bella B, for example, from the Ärzte, it's a very famous punk band in Germany, mm. like punk pop band, I would yeah. say. But they were huge in the 80s, huge. So it maybe like Henry Rollins here. Correct. They were really big, then they, they, they split it off. But now they're back together since 15 years now, maybe yeah. 15 yeah. years. And Bella B is one of their frontmans. And he is connected very well to you guys. huh? Well, actually, uh, the same reason, because he was a supporter of San Pauli. Because St. Pauli has a lot of uh, subcultural connections with the music scene, like Fettes Brot, which are really a big, like maybe Beastie Boys, you can, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, would be a counterpart in the English mm. language. And they were supporters from the beginning because they supported Vivo Con Ar uh, uh, St. Pauli. And then they, this player, Benjamin, came up with the idea of Vivo Con Agua, So they said, okay, I, I'm going to support it. And Bila B actually also was the founder of our foundation. So he gave us the money to found it because... Cool. Wow. I was a pure student. I studied 26 semesters. I'm not allowed, supposed to say that I studied English. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it really sucks my English. I think, I think everybody <laughs> can understand you very easily. Uh, yeah. But um, And he was really like from the beginning a, a big supporter. And, yeah. and there we also tried to make it as easy as possible for the musicians or artists or football players to, to connect with Viva Conagua and to do something, but which takes them sometimes one minute. Like, for example, we met Ed Sheeran. It took him three to four minutes, but we did something nice. He got, uh, got a kind of artwork from us. So it was also some giving a him or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. or, so you may have to make it easy to the people. Hmm. Yeah. 
Definitely, definitely. So it started like in a smaller scale, but now uh, what is the future? Because you're obviously coming over to California. And I think that would be very interesting for our listeners to hear now. So what is the ideas what you guys have here in America? How can people actually support mm -hmm. this? How can people engage with you guys? So tell me a little bit, who came up with the idea California now? Because why California would interest me? And then like, let's continue from there. I mean, uh, Viva Con Agua always follows the flow and the potential. And uh, so we started when, when I have to go a little bit back, like 2008, we walked from Hamburg to Basel, which is 1000 kilometers. Then we started Viva Con Agua Switzerland. It was not planned. It was just happening. Then Viva Con Agua Austria was started by some people living in Austria. Then Viva Con Agua Netherlands. Now last year, and we're really proud because it's changing the system of uh, um, white superior rich uh, is donating to poor black Africa and stuff like that mm. which is sometimes a big problem which we communicating uh, NGOs communicating about the poor Africa Africa is not poor it's one of the richest country uh, continents in the whole world it has 54 countries yeah it's really diverse it has m many languages ethnies everything so it's really a lot of things and there are some problems like mm. the same like in America like in Europe but maybe on a sometimes different scale. Yeah. And then we started Vivo Konakwa also in Uganda. So it's also okay. in Ugandan NGO. And yeah, so, and for the last three years, I've always been here a little bit in the US. I've been to Miami Art Basel to connect with the art scene because we're really working with a lot of artists from all over the world. And I was by South by Southwest um, uh, in Austin, Texas uh, at the music festival. Um, and then I did last year the Speed Project, which is totally crazy insane there are like this year 40 run uh, teams six uh, at, uh, of a team and they run from LA to Las Vegas in one go how cool <laughs> the fastest team is like 36 hours they're killing it oh, they're nailing Jesus. it God, that's they run crazy. like two, two hours 30 on a marathon so it's totally and let's crazy. think about it guys it's not like when when we have listeners from Germany they think okay uh, like you have like thousand miles you have to run or something like this let's face it guys it's fucking hot here huh it is blazing you it's have no cover either correct no cover oh either and God. then the wind over there and even in the in the like when you're fifty percent from LA to Vegas uh, there's like big signs on the streets to say like please shut down your air condition because it's so hot and yeah. they don't want to overheat your car so yeah. Yeah. imagine this guys who are listening in us from Europe or Germany um, that's brutal. It's brutal it really to run is. in this kind of temperatures. Absolutely. And to answer your question, finally, I mean, like here you really have a water problem going on. Mm. Or let's say it in a different, more positive way. Everybody's aware of the fact how important water is. Yes. And there's coming a trout. And if I'm rightly informed, you have 20 days of raining, which for like Germans, my wife always tells people in Germany, oh, it's so beautiful here, only 20 days of raining. And I tell her, ah, this also has a really negative side. There's a downside side. Yeah, to the medallion, exactly. guys. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because like 20 days means you're facing a real water problem soon. Yes. And if you see what's happening in South Africa at the moment with uh, day zero, when they cut off the water. So it's coming more and more. And there will be also wars on water. Yes. When we had in the past or we still have wars on oil, we have definitely will have war, wars on water. And if you directly mm. cook, uh, look into some problems, India, Pakistani and stuff there, always linked a little bit to water and, and stuff mm. so and yeah to, to 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 really answer your question i think this california is also concerning the potential it's amazing like the the western culture is so uh so yeah how do you say it's the epicenter in a way it's here like hollywood 
like the music industry, the yeah. art industry. Yes. If you go to Silicon Valley, come on. Imagine I get the 10 biggest CEOs from Silicon Valley to fly with me to Uganda. What could be their impact and stuff like that? So um, I really think there are still, like you said in the beginning, millions of millions. It's 640 millions. And I want to increase the impact of our work. So, and that's the reason why we're trying to go here. And also because we really like our language shows and our website shows, it's, it's still a little bit German driven, yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to go the next level, have to go international, leave the comfort zone because life starts at the end of the comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely and what right. regions do you focus on as far as providing clean water access around the world? At the moment, uh, mainly in East Africa, like Uganda, Ethiopia, Kenya, mm. and Rwanda. In uh, Asia, it's uh, India, Nepal. And in, in South America, we did projects in Ecuador, Nicaragua, and Bolivia. Oh, wow. And we are checking at the moment uh, where we're going to center really in South America. I, I, we realized that it makes sense to focus on some countries because it's really, uh, yeah, like we don't make hundreds of billions of money. So we have to concentrate and focus where we put we the have money. the highest impact. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, so far we supported more than 2.5 million people wow. with the free access to clean drinking water. And do you think, is there, when you look at all these different regions, is there, do you think a common causal factor driving the lack of clean access like political instability or is it really just different from region to region this is a good question i think it's a, a complex system mm. all the time mainly the infrastructure is missing so yeah. education is missing often the the resources to really build wells mm. i mean imagine a, a well in Ethiopia. you have to dig for 120 meters wow so you have like to go who has the tools to do that mm. yeah the tool is fucking expensive this yeah. car this, this tool costs more than one million Jeez. so and and to go down then you have to go through all the different kind of stones levels mm. Mm. so you need to have a geolo geo uh, geologe drill no, no, the guy who is... Who's like the profession for the guy, like who oh. needs to understand the different layers. Oh, um, Hydrogeologist? Uh, Geologist. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, you have to dig really deep. So it costs only to give you an uh, amount like $20,000 wow. to dig for a borehole in Ethiopia, which then provides water for, let's say, 500 to 2,000 people in a village. Mm. So, and this is one of the major problems. Then you have instabilities in the country. I mean, just look up what's happening in Ethiopia at the moment. It's not the best time again yeah. and stuff like that. You have politicians who really mostly care about themselves. Yeah. Sorry to say it like that. This is really diplomatic way of mm. saying it. Yeah, yeah. I, um, so there are so many reasons, but mostly for me, it's education. You have mm. to educate people and you have to empower them that they can solve their own problems. It's not us coming from Germany to solve any problems in Ethiopia. It's the Ethiopian culture, the Ethiopian people who should um, uh, yeah, do their job and, mm. and take care. And uh, like the same like in, in Germany, like we need politicians, we need, need activists, we need artists, we need social business guys, we need business guys, we need all kinds of people uh, in this process um, to, yeah, that one day we can live in a world without thirst. No and when more. you talk about all the different people that you need to um, to push this movement forward, I don't think that when you mention artists that most people think, huh, how do how can artists contribute to something like this? So how do you 
picture artists contributing to your movement? I mean, the artists, for example, from the Sao Paulo arena, which is a big football yeah. arena, like 30,000 people coming there every second week. Uh, we did a big uh, art festival. It's called Milan to Gallery. Mm. It's 20,000 people coming from all over the world. And uh, we exhibit artworks there. And then we sell the art. And the artist donates how much he uh, he wants to donate. Here you see mm. a picture mm. how we changed the culture a little bit of the of the arena. Oh, that's so cool! And and the supporters of the club like it because it's more nice than just a gray wall inside. Oh, definitely, definitely looks amazing. And for the artists, it's good because it's a good platform. A lot of people see it, and yeah, and then it's and you have a lot of youth engagement as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You have the young people, the inspired people. Uh, etc and here you also see for example uh when we go to uganda uh, we also paint there this is a oh, steve aoki down there too that's pretty yes. cool and yeah. pharrell that's awesome so we made it easy for him we just did this artwork for steve aoki we met him at a big concert like Z in frankfurt and asked him to sign it wow and then we sold it at an ebay auction it was like 1000 uh, euros and it was like a lot that's of communication so cool. Actually, Viva Conagua has two currencies. Like, first is uh, money to to do our water projects, and the other one is activating people, mm. like awareness rising, mm. and yeah, that's getting people. He was engaged. actually at Patina like yes, a year ago. Steve Aoki yeah. was at Patina with his with his girlfriend or wife. I don't know even. I don't know. What? <laughs> but it was super nice guy. Yeah, super nice guy. Yeah, super cool. approachable. Like he has a really cool um thing on Netflix. It's like a biography on him. Yes, correct. It's crazy. He never sleeps. Yeah, yes, it seems correct. To, to, to but it's like unbelievable. He's the most most photographed artist right now on this planet. Wow, music oh, artist, wow. Steve Aoki, hmm. crazy. crazy. And he came from punk as well. He was like really yeah, into he punk. Yeah, he had. He started crazy. like an underground like music scene yeah. here. Mm. I forget what it was called. But yeah, yeah and it he was, was like in the two really thousands. There's like Lady and Gaga and stuff was there and yeah, like it's all this crazy, stuff. Crazy, yeah, it's crazy. Really cool. So they're coming from a very interesting background. And his father was very, very famous. Yeah. His mm. father was a restaurant restaurant. Yeah, he started the Benihanas. Correct, Benihanas, yeah. and he was very, very famous. And his father always said like to Steve, yeah, okay, hey, what's going on with you? You need to do something with your life. Yeah. <laughs> though he started to, to, to work in the kitchen at Benihani's and that didn't work out at yeah. all. And then he started his own music project and his father was not really proud of this in the exactly. beginning. Not at all. And said like, no, that's not our, our culture. Yeah. Uh, like what's going on there? And it's, it's quite interesting. And you see this in this documentary like very, very yeah. nicely. And I'm a big EDM fan. So I love mm. electronic music. And we talked about this last podcast that I used to be a DJ. So for me, it was mind blowing yeah, to see really his, his, his success now on this planet and what he's doing as well. And he's doing so many uh, yeah, fundraisings as well. He's really trying to mm -hmm. help people. And that's Absolutely. always a good thing. I yeah. love that. He idea. got his own foundation also, Steve Aoki Foundation. He's taking care of, I think, uh, uh, mental uh, brain problems yeah. and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So that's amazing. So he's, I'm a big fan of him. Yeah. He's great, a great musician, obviously. He's, He's doing great music, but he's doing so many other things. And this is always good to know when, when people are helping each other out. I think that's important. Ed Charinas here. Yeah, we just met him at the concert in Hamburg. And I gave him this uh, hoodie as a as a present for, yeah, for doing the art thing with us. And then he just put it on every day and cool. it was in that's media. So, cool. so really it was like this. seeing him again, wearing it and representing it, of course. Yeah, that's crazy. 
this is what we do in, in, in for example, Nepal. It's really high. Uh, you have to climb up. It took us five hours, and <laughs> the Germans were really uh, uh, fucked up when we came up. At, well, at I the believe hill. this for sure <laughs> that the air is completely different yeah. up there. Absolutely. Huh? And yeah, this is, for example, like a, a system, a water uh, hygiene system for in, in a school in Nepali. So it's always about water, sanitation and hygiene, because there you see the importance of water. You can't uh, take the whole topic of sanitation without water mm. for the whole uh, sanitation problem. And we have a billion, 2.5 billion people have no access to a sanitation worldwide which is crazy. a wow. crazy problem this is every third person so in this room wow. one of us three would have no toilet imagine like and and the complexity which comes out like women have to walk long ways the rape rate is uh, really high in a lot of countries because of uh, hmm. the sanitation problem you have the sickness problem of course uh, uh, diseases after diseases and stuff like that so yeah it's always about wash water sanitation and yeah. hygiene and that's again guys it's for me always mind-blowing we're talking about water and it's so essential to our lives but we sometimes forgetting i think how essential it is yeah because we have it here and like oh we don't care about it it's just let's just run the tap or or we're going to the grocery store when you see behind me all these amazing waters. But again, there's so many people, and you just said it, 650 million people who don't have access to clean, mm -hmm. safe drinking water. And then billions of people even don't have even a toilet. Yeah. And we all know when what this triggers. Yeah. Because then they have to relieve them somewhere. And that maybe goes back into the res uh, into the water system, mm -hmm. and then you cannot use the water anymore because you can you have this wastewater unfiltered. There's so much problematic behind this, and I think it's it's a great course that we're talking about it today on Planet Water. Dalai Lama, huh? Yeah, it was really interesting wow. because we uh, uh, we heard that he uh, likes our water when he came to the uh, to make a big speech in Hamburg. Okay. So and they explained it to him, and it was the first ever water. So this is our social business. We're selling bottled waters, just like all the other uh, waters, which are always introduced by the one and only water sommelier. And, <laughs> and this Viva Conagua bottles, we're now selling 30 million in Germany uh, bottled waters, and all the profits and proceeds go to the water project. So it's a wow. social business. And he heard about the idea and really liked it. And so it was the first uh, ever water where they didn't take away the etiquette. Yes, the label. They, with the label, thanks. And when when they did this ceremony, the the Buddhi, uh, Buddhism ceremony, so it was a big honor. And then we were also uh, Benjamin and me were allowed to meet him for like two three minutes uh, at the back door. Actually, this on has his but way. this has to be life changing. I think huh? when you meet him, it's yeah. like it's a different. There's an aura about him. This, there's it, definitely an aura. It was really the back door, and it was an elevator. <laughs> so and it was really <laughs> like one minute. Yeah, yeah and it was yeah. really just handshaking hmm. we gave him a small present and we took a photo so it was really yeah. but this guy really really has a kind of spirit you can see yeah. that uh, aura i believe uh, this yeah yeah definitely he also drinks our water it's a monkey in nepal <laughs> <laughs> it's the way we communicate yeah make people laugh about it yeah, and don't take good. everything too serious there you see our football club san pauli and uh, yeah. In Uganda, it, um, this picture happened, and in the back uh, you see art uh, on the walls. We use a lot of these artists um, 
and the artworks to communicate our topic because it's a universal language and you have to imagine that a lot of people in these countries can't read or write so mm. you have to use languages they can speak so that's the reason why we're always working together with hip-hop in uganda we're working for example with maro or bobby wine he's like the ghetto president of uganda he's really like fame uh, in the youth culture and he he reaches out to the people so he gets the masses on it because it doesn't make sense if we just get some people thinking about water and stuff no we need all people actually because water is linked to all people correct this is the thing like everybody consists of 70% of water yes. we everybody don't. needs water everybody everybody oh great wonderful so California the idea is now that you're obviously starting Viva Con Aqua California there's already I think a Facebook page no a Instagram page up yep here we go oh there you are Jesus. Martin. <laughs> And a former Already. German national player. You're in a good line, man. Like this. Yeah. I mean, the idea is actually we start here with uh, uh, Water Week, it's called. It's a festival we're doing here with musicians, with artists, with uh, activists, with cultural speakers, with a sports event. Probably we're playing against Steve Nash, a uh, football charity game and stuff like that. There are musicians uh, uh, doing concerts with uh, like Burger Records, for example, or Aloy Black and stuff. Hmm. So we're having here a festival from the yeah 19th of March to the 25th. And all the money we raise go to clean drinking water projects in Uganda. Great. And it's our mission is also to connect as ma many people as possible to the project, to activate the people here in California, to to uh, yeah do something about water and uh, here also. And Where are the events here in California? Um, absolutely, mainly in Los Angeles. Uh, some are like uh, in the Virgil, in, I think it's in Echo Park. Uh, the art exhibition will probably be in Venice. The football game will be in Glensdale. So it's like a satellite festival all over Los Angeles. And everybody can, yeah, like probably the easiest at the moment is like us on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us. Check what we're doing. If you have time and want to volunteer, be part of it. If you're an artist, yeah, just write us an email. Uh, I think you will be happy to forward it to us. So Martin will be a supporter of the project Viva Conagua California and yeah. And one time we really want to do Viva Conagua like we're doing it in other countries, only the American way. So I have sure. to learn the American culture. <laughs> no, but I think that's a great course what you're doing. And and people who doesn't see us on on YouTube, obviously just listening to us. So Viva Con Aqua California is the Instagram page. Uh, Aqua with A-G-U-A spelled. So mm. not Agua. You, Agua. Not the Latin way, which is actually a dead language. So <laughs> 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 No, but I think that's a great thing. And and please uh, reach out to me as well here on planetwaterpodcast at gmail.com. We are more than happy to forward the emails then to Viva Con Aqua. Mm -hmm. And we are always here for you to to support now Viva Con Aqua. And I think we're trying to like start this then on every single podcast that we will talk a little bit about the progress of Viva Con Aqua. Oh, I think this would be I think that yeah. would be very cool to see like how, how you guys are doing or how we are doing actually mm -hmm. because it's not like about you or me or him. It's about all of us. And this is a beautiful thing and I'm I'm a strongly believer of it. We as an individual still have the power and together we can really move stuff. Yeah. And a lot of people are always saying, Oh, but I'm just by myself, no, and nobody will listen to me. Trust me guys. Every person on this planet has a voice and we just need to sometimes 
be a little bit louder mm -hmm. in our voices and connect to the same people, to the same thinking people, and then we can really move stuff forward. And I'm extremely excited that Viva Con Agua is now here in California because I will be so with you guys. I'm trying to get so much time as possible from my busy schedule, but I really want to help. I want to support. And that's the reason you can already see it on my on my homepage. Uh, the Viva Con Aqua logo is already now on it, right here, right next to the Fine Water Society. It's very important to me that we can uh, link now each ourselves. And when you're going on my homepage, martinreza.com, you will see the link right away from Viva Con Aqua. And it even goes in my in my gallery. There's a picture of well from Viva Con Aqua. You can link on this, and then we will link right away to the Viva Con Aqua site homepage. And I think that's very important. That's my little thing, what I can do right now. But we will work together because we will already have the first event together on the 15th of March in the Villa Aurora in Santa Monica. So this is a beautiful, amazing, there's the picture of Viva Con Aqua. Um, there's a, a great, uh, yeah, what is cultural culture villa, I think, from the German government. And we will have some really fun events over there. So when you like to drink some waters with the water sommelier, please come to the Viva Con Aqua LA week because you will meet me there this will be great and a lot of fun so and what is the next phase then in california right now you're still in germany or you you live already in california or yeah i'm trying to get this uh, legal status <laughs> thing that you shouldn't probably speak on a, a, a podcast no, no but no but you're you're right now like on on a on a tourist visa yes no, yeah, but yeah. that's fine. You're, yeah. you're legally in America on a tourist visa. Yes. It's totally mm -hmm. fine. It holds three months. Then you have to go back to Germany, but you're obviously trying to get a visa that you can stay here in California. There's nothing wrong about it. I did the same. I was here as a tourist first. Then I went back to Germany because then I decided I really want to go to California and then I applied for a visa. Okay. Now I got my green card. So it's totally fine. I went with my wife first on a, on a tourist visa here to check out the idea if we even want to come yeah for uh, me it would probably be a blue card because of the water issue correct and stuff so yes. we have to introduce a new card and a new <laughs> visa system <laughs> i have to speak but with from the blue comes to green yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no but i think this is a great thing so hopefully we can uh, we can hold you here in california at one point as a person that you can really like work something here because what i learned in california it's very important to connect to people That's always the key in California. Mm -hmm. And you cannot just do it from a remote control. Yeah. Somewhere on the planet, you need to be here in California when you really want to do something mm -hmm. in California. So that But is it's crazy. This is for me, like, there are two main differences I recognize from Germany and America. And the first one is really, like, the doors are so fast open here. Yes. The people open doors. It's really amazing how they say, yeah, come on, I have this context. I connect you mm. really with high, big, guys and you don't have a long uh, working relationship and they just yes. connect you hmm. this is crazy and the other thing i don't know if it's right or wrong of course but it's just like my it, there are so many extremes here or there are actually only extremes yes the middle part is really missing because in germany you have a real big middle class or everything there's a lot of average mm. and stuff like that but here it's either rich Oh, poor yeah, yeah. it's either uh, people are really uh, in shape and look like what the fuck <laughs> haven't seen <laughs> or they're really fat sorry to yeah, say yeah. it like that so you mm. really have this country is so extreme what uh -huh. i experienced from uh -huh. germany uh -huh. you don't have this average at all which is sometimes mm. crazy because it's like pop, 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 yes pop. and you see it i think when you're driving through the streets here 
Huh? It's like you see like suddenly a Rolls Royce parked right next to a homeless person. Yes. Exactly. It's like this yeah. extreme yeah. Yeah. in what yeah. you're just saying. And this is, I think, again, interesting for the people who are listening to us from, from Germany. Trust me, guys, it's so extreme. Yeah. And, <laughs> and hmm. people obviously seeing just the beautiful pictures of Hollywood, what yeah. we are always like posting on our Facebook pages. But there's so We only so do it much, because of the likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much uh, other sides yeah. to the medallion. And, and the crazy thing about the water, to link it up back in the water, I mean, for example, you're doing this purified water. You can explain me much better, but I don't understand how you can imagine to purify water, which is actually the purest thing which exists in life. So correct. How uh, like this whole industry? I think you told me that 70% of the water which is sold in the U.S. is purified correct. water. Correct, crazy. Mm. It's unbelievable yeah. for us in Germany. Correct. Then when you would say to a German person, "Okay, I'm taking your tap water, and I'm filtering all the healthy minerals out." And then backing up some minerals, like a very <laughs> small amount, they will laugh at you. Yeah. They will say, are you completely mm, yeah. nuts? Yeah. Think, what are mm. you doing to the water? Just just yeah. give, me a, give me my bottled wa spring water. Actually, it's also like uh, when we working with some Pauli, one time they said the professional football players, they can't drink our water because it has not enough minerals they need. Look so at they this. took wow. uh, another one, which is called, I think it was Gerolsteiner. Yeah, yeah. Well, it has a very, very high TDS. High, mm -hmm. high level. So imagine if, uh, what do the NBA players, the football players and the, the other sports guys from the US, are you tr LeBron James, are you really drinking purified water? Yeah, this is yeah. the crazy thing. I would thing. love yeah. to know. It's, it's, it's crazy. And I just did a post today on my, on my Instagram account about Arrowhead and it's not like that I want to badmouth Arrowhead at all because they're having a amazing spring water but they have a purified water and they have a distilled water and even it says on the label of Arrowhead it says distilled water a local private Arrowhead and then for use in small appliances that require the use of distilled water hmm. guys that is not for your consumption yeah. huh? that is for your iron Huh. What's it's interesting not for too your is for your body. When I was a kid, I remember because we had the first aid kit, and there had a distilled water bottle there, and it said "Do not consume" on there. But now, a lot of people are people drinking drink distilled water. <laughs> it's crazy. So I don't know. It's, it's why really does, weird. Why why it came up? Is it just like marketing? And and I think and, so. Well, Michael Masha is that how you pronounce his name? Yes, Michael Masha. He had he had a interesting insight. Well, he thinks that Americans have like a really are afraid of food and have sort of a clinical perspective of it. And so when it comes to water, like we want to believe that just pure water is the best thing because we're afraid of all the other things that could be in it. So that might be one element yeah, too. It's, and it's I think like, like it's it's coming more and more. And this is you won't see this so crazy in, in Europe either. Like this overprotection of themselves. Yeah. So for example, I just did it today again. I went to the grocery store because I bought Oh, here we go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, Michael is getting very excited <laughs> right <bottles>. now. <laughs> Popping Peggy and Peggy was like a little bit over over the top. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine, no worries. Um, so and I saw like I don't know how many people right away with their with their cleaning wipes cleaning all their grocery carts mm. before they're yeah. touching it. Yeah. And in Germany, like pff, we don't give a shit. Yeah. I think it's, it's like a, we don't give yeah. a shit. I think it's, it's just a like combination what? of a lot of things. I think the marketing aspect is definitely a big one because that's how it is for like literally everything. I mean you have like things like spices like turmeric, which is supposed to be like really healthy and have all these anti inflammatory properties. But then they take something from it, like one of those things that's inside turmeric, like curcumin, and they market that because 
by because you can't um, create a proprietary blender trimwork. It's just a spice. But if you can extract like a single thing from there, then you can sell it as like the hot new supplement or whatever. Yeah, so I yeah. feel like that's a very American thing is taking something that's good on its own and then trying to take something from that and then remarket it so that you can make an extra yeah, yeah. buck. But I think, and let's face it, and there's not um, a lot of education. Uh, so. Big water companies spend millions and millions of dollars to to try to that the Americans believe that pure water, what does not mm. exist by Mother Nature, yeah, pure water does Mother Nature does not know no, this concept of just pure water. water um, um, trying to market this because let's face it, for a big company like Danone, Nestle, Coca-Cola, all this or Pepsi, like these are the four biggest players in mm. the in the water market around this world right now. Yeah, sure. It's way easier to bottle tap water. Mm -hmm. Jesus, like yeah. they're building a exactly. they're building a factory. Who the hell's where that thing is? Yeah. Um, and just bottling tap water. That's nothing else. What they're doing? It's like yeah. a cash machine. It's like exactly. a cash machine. <laughs> yeah. And when you're going obviously to find a spring to bring the spring water into a bottle, that's way more cost intense mm, yeah. than just telling them, do you know what? I can spend that money what I would. What I need to spend on the factory side, I'm just putting this into marketing and let the people believe that pure water is the best thing what they could drink. And then this word purified, there's the word pure in it already. So people are like, oh, purified? Yeah, that sounds great. Mm -hmm. I need to have purified yeah. water. Then yeah. I look better. Yes, I'm more in but shape. Then, but then they're going to GNC because they understand, oh, I need my supplements, vitamins, magnesium. Yeah, exactly. I need my calcium yeah. tablets. I just went to GNC to check out some 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 chocolate bars because I'm going to the gym and I wanted something like very easy and fast to eat sometimes. And she asked me the same, like, okay, are you all backed up on your vitamins, oh minerals God. and all this kind of stuff? And I looked at her like, no, I just drink water. Yeah. And she's like, what? He's yeah. like, yeah, I get my minerals from water. So no, yeah. no worries about that, huh? And she's like, no, 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 no. He's like, yeah, he's like, yes. <laughs> Trust me. It's like, I'm a water sommelier. I am pretty much getting a lot of minerals from my water yeah. when I drink the right water. And she looked at me like, what did that mean, the right water? So she could not even, and she's like uh, an employee of GNC, yeah. of a supplement shop, obviously, what you can see everywhere here in, a, in mm. America. It's a huge chain. And they're just selling you tablets of, uh, like, pills of magnesium calcium sodium or all this kind of stuff what you can actually find in a regular normal water what comes from other nature and that is hilarious for me so mm. the people who are spending the money on first they are drinking purified water they're spending already the same money because this is the crazy part about this either it's not cheaper it's not cheaper <laughs> but i would say like okay purified yeah. water is just like a low-end water and then you have the high-end waters obviously here at the table and what's having behind me this mm -hmm. is like more like a high-end water store because I want to have the different taste of water and they are not always so easy to access these waters. But this is the crazy thing that purified waters like a smart water, for example, cost the same like an, an arrowhead or like a, at a, like a Perrier or Pellegrino. Yeah, exactly. What comes from a natural occurring mm. spring. But let's face it, smart water is nothing else than distilled. It's actually distilled water backed up with a very small amount of minerals. Um, they're calling it designed by the clouds. Sure, it's like it's a beautiful <laughs> marketing thing. But the crazy thing about smart water, that's the reason I have such a beautiful love for smart water. Uh, they're bad mouthing Mother Nature's product on every single bottle. Because they're saying on their labels, on every single smart water, or do you really want to drink the stuff what comes from under the ground? They yes. say it like that? Yes, yeah, they're saying on it the like bottle. This. <laughs> on the bottle. Yes, smart water. I want to drink actually healthy mother nature's water i'm not really care about a highly processed beverage mm. what smart water is 
It's really funny. It's really funny. But hey, they're spending millions and millions and millions of dollars to make sure that Americans thinking that purified water is the better choice. Mm. Nuts. Completely nuts. But hey, it is what it is. So I'm getting thirsty now. And I think we need to drink here some waters. And we popped already a Paye, we popped already a Fiji. But today, because I ask you, Michael, it's like, do you have a favorite food? And here, Planet Water, we always want to do like a little food and water tasting. Mm. So the funny thing is, <laughs> Chance came over and we met downstairs. And Chance was downstairs and Michael already was downstairs. So he came with a pasta. Because Michael told me he loves spaghetti, and so he's a big pasta fan. So I told Chance, okay, Chance, that's your little project. I'm building <laughs> up the podcast. You're bringing the pasta. So Chance did not order the pasta. Like, yeah, he, he made it. it. He cooked yeah. it by himself. Um, there's a lot of garlic in it because I can smell it from here. Oh, yeah. And the little problem is uh, my, my lovely wife, Nancy, is, it's, it's her birthday today. The 21st of February is Nancy's birthday, so... Happy birthday. Happy birthday from <laughs> our side. <laughs> happy birthday, Nancy, from Planet Water, the H&O podcast. Herzlichen Glückwunsch zum Geburtstag in German. The thing is, uh, it smells like garlic, and I need to kiss my wife tonight. Oh, I need to kiss. I want to <laughs> kiss my wife tonight. <laughs> so then Michael said to me, like, oh, by the way, guys... <laughs> <laughs> I cannot eat garlic or onions. Oh, my God. And Chance, like, you could feel like this. <laughs> Chance was like this small little kid in a candy store in the beginning. Like, uh, look at this, Martin. I cook the pasta by myself. How cool is that? And here for Michael, who I met. And this is like American-style cool pasta. And this is not like the German-style one you might be eating oh my there. God. I am so proud. And then faces Chance turned from, like, this <laughs> happy candy store boy, little boy, to, like, What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm doing a, a diet by uh, my host. Uh, she's like a shaman and she uh, told me to do a diet. So I stopped actually drinking coffee yesterday, okay. which was, was probably one of the worst days in the in your life, in your oh, entire sure. life. It was like because I really think I'm not sleeping so much. I have a little kid and Vivo Conagua is taking a lot of time. So I'm drinking a lot of coffee and I stopped coffee. And I yesterday I had the headache. Yeah. Worse than every alcohol oh night I ever had in my life. So I really took a lot of so medicine. 24 hours hangover. Yeah, it was like that. And Jesus. So, so, um, so I stopped with coffee yesterday. And then I have to stop with a lot of things like salt and uh, kind of meat and stuff like that. And garlic. So what, what are you allowed to eat and what are you not allowed to eat? So what are you not allowed to eat and what is the reason behind it? That's really interesting. <laughs> um, actually, it's a kind of ceremony we're doing on Sunday and Monday. Uh, it's a kind of spiritual thing. She's invited us and we're living at her place. So uh, we and I'm always uh, happy about new stuff. and stuff. That's the reason behind it. And I'm allowed to eat everything which is fresh. A lot of vegetables. Uh, a lot of fruits but not like lemon and orange and stuff like that hmm. so it's like a diet to get everything out of your body actually okay and do you and no salt uh which is really difficult you can't go just out for dinner and stuff uh, like that yeah yeah uh, yeah and i'm trying it i'm always keen on trying new stuff so because it more no mostly brings you forward it's really interesting because i saw a chef's table where they um, covered a monk, I think in South Korea, and she's like really big in the culinary world now. And she doesn't cook with onion or garlic. I don't know what the 
Interesting. Like why specifically like monks and That's like shamans avoid That's onions and garlic. So listeners, please tell us, uh, send us an email to yeah. planetwaterpodcast at gmail.com if you know why Mantia ruins this. That would mm. really interest us. So yeah. and then we can reveal it in the next episode. So please listen guys to it. We would love to know why this is the thing. Um so I like the concept of resetting yourself because I do this with alcohol. And a lot of people mm. always think like, oh, the water, somebody just drinks water. You think, uh-uh. So I, I, love, <laughs> I love wine and I love champagne, I have to say. I'm a big sparkling wine drinker, like a lot. I don't want to say a lot. That How about like beer? You're German. Yeah. What's like about beer, the stereotype? Beer, beer, yeah, it's okay, but it's not like my first choice. Mm. Okay. When I'm going to a restaurant and they have like a, a nice menu and I'm going to eat stuff then I would more go for sparkling wine or wine. Uh, I don't drink hard liquor. Okay. I don't like the taste of it. I'm just like not... I used to be like big in vodka sodas or vodka lemon or something like that, but yeah, that's over. Gin tonics, I love to drink gin tonics, but somehow I don't... No, it's not my thing anymore. Hmm. And so I drink obviously a lot of water, so I barely have any hangovers. So hmm. that's always the beautiful thing because I know which water I should drink when I turn on a double magnum of champagne. <laughs> what you should drink when you... Uh, High middle content waters, like a Gerolsteiner, Vichy Catalan. These are waters are like, they're loaded with minerals and they will like rehydrate you in a completely different way. It's like the ah. hangover killers or Roy. Crazy. That's like the, the number one hangover killer. Roy from Slovenia. May, may I see it? From that Slovenia? Uh, the TDS factors and total dissolved solids. Maybe you don't know, Michael. So the no. TDS factor, the middle content of... Of Gerolstein is 2,500, so it's very high. Yeah. Then Vichy Catalan has 3,050, so that's really, really high. That has 7,400. 7,400. So that thing tastes like an aspirin, like really heavy, like like an aspirin, like two aspirins actually yeah. dissolved in like a small cup of water. That's the taste of that water. It's extremely metallic and very salty. Mm. May yes. I open it? Or yeah, we can, just, we can open this. It's sure, just sure, exclusive sure. shit for... No, no, no. <laughs> I, have, I have five bottles left in my, in my whole... Where you get it? In America. You cannot buy it in America. Of course. So I, I know the people of Roy personally. And, they and they're sending me the over always like a case or two when I need Roy again. They're very wow. nice. Wow. Good people. Comes from a little spa town in Slovenia. And, and I like the bottle. Roy like, Chakreen. Yeah, like it's the super awesome. Really cool. what, what do you think actually you're an expert on water? There are so many water bottles which are not looking good. Aesthetically nice. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, for me as a water sommelier, the most important thing is that I can taste the water in my glass. So yeah. I don't care actually about all marketing aspects of it. Yeah. For me, the most important thing is I want to see the quality in mm -hmm. my glass. Yeah. That's the reason I'm going now to Ecuador in May, uh, the 21st, 23rd, 23rd. 2nd, 23rd, correct, and 24th, I will be in Ecuador, so maybe we should reconnect to see, maybe I can see a spring, what you built yeah. in Ecuador, that would be really cool. And and we're doing flights of waters, and we don't see the bottles at all. Mm -hmm. It's okay. all about just the taste, taste right in front of my glass. Be careful. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very carbonated. Yeah, it's very it's carbonated water, really so be slow. very careful with that water. So Michael just tried to like, Kill the shake whole it. podcast. <laughs> shake, shake, shake the bottle. Like shake, 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 da 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 Shake, shake, shake. And I would have like a little water fountain here directly over my technical support. And then uh, 10 seconds later, you will just see the fire department rolling up because the whole thing would blow up. <laughs> and this would so be the last we, we don't need water that. podcast. <laughs> there would be 
So episode 11 will be the last yeah. Planet Water podcast. I'm sorry to we kill it. We don't want that. Ruined by water itself. Yeah, ruined by water <laughs> itself. What would be actually a nice, yeah, like, killing be appropriate. Of, of, like, would be appropriate that our last episode, we just, like, trashing all the waters <laughs> over the equipment. The same, like, what musicians doing after the end of the performance. Right. They're just, yeah. like... Killing the guitar. Killing the guitar. <laughs> so we're doing this with water. No, but we will do more and more episodes. So no worries, guys. Mm. It's not like... Uh, we don't want to say like suddenly like oh we're we're finishing it with Planet Water the HBO yeah. podcast no 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 it's not gonna happen because you know we are by hashtag zero one one right now episode so that means I have three digits I definitely want to do have the, way more to go I still want to have the one hundred episode at one point and so sorry to ask you again but uh, or something different but uh, how about the plastic aspect uh, because a lot of critics we're getting in Germany uh, for using plastic bottled waters. I think uh, our argument is always we wouldn't be an alternative if we would not offer plastic. But how do you think about yeah. the difference between plastic so and glass? Obviously, a glass bottle is the best way to go for water because glass cannot give anything away from the water or takes anything. So they are better closed. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so this is like, Roy. sorry, this is like uh, being, yeah, being in these uh, sources uh, of... Um, Like, how do you say, like, Schwimmbäder, uh, Heilbäder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the name in English? I the don't spas. know. In the spas. Hot in the spas. Yeah, the it's crazy. Yeah. It's really like being in a spa. Yes, <laughs> it's crazy, huh? That's like, that water is crazy. So, um, and this is a great thing about glass bottles, that they are completely disclosed and nothing can, like, go in or out of water. By plastic, on the other hand... Uh, sun versus plastic versus water, we all know when we're putting a glass... Uh, A, uh, a plastic bottle into our cars uh, especially here in Los Angeles and this is like maybe 80, 90 or even mm -hmm. 100 to 110 degrees in your car in the middle of the sun and then you're trying to drink that water it's super disgusting because yeah. it would taste like slightly plastic exactly so plastic has a problem what gives maybe some some taste preferences to water what's not really yummy yeah we don't want this BPA is not a big thing anymore it used to be a huge problem because plastic bottles were made with BPA plastic it's a chemical what makes uh The plastic very like smooth, yeah. but there was a very poison chemical. Uh, you still can find it sometimes in like kids' toys and all this kind well, of stuff. But really they took it out of very, very bad. Well, but what's they really interesting now is so they have BPAs that are in there, but in some bottles they'll use something called like BPC or BPD, and it has similar effects, but Correct. it hasn't been tested as much, Correct. so it's not banned yet. You know? <laughs> even yeah, even the name is it's really very totally exactly. different. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is the thing. And obviously, a glass bottle is always better than the plastic bottle. But I totally get it. Um, for example, I love Fiji water. It just comes in a, in a plastic bottle. So I'm just trying to not put a Fiji bottle into a hot car. Yeah. That's my solution yeah. against this. I have Fiji all over the place here. Exactly. Uh, and then, of course, you can't bring them to concerts and things like correct. that. And this the is the thing, correct. And this is, I think, the thing why you thinking about plastic bottles. It's just more convenient for people. And the thing is... In some hotels, pool areas, to concerts, you cannot bring a glass bottle because, let's face it, a glass bottle is almost like a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is pretty pretty tough. Eh? You, yeah. can, you can really make Do some shit. damage yeah. with that. And we don't want this. Yeah. So, therefore, a plastic bottle, what is a little bit smoother, uh, is allowed in concerts. Therefore, I totally understand when you want to start Viva Con Aqua Water here in America, I would go plastic too. Mm. Because it's just the safer, the safer way. Mm -hmm. And you have more approach... To, to a plastic bottle versus a glass bottle. Mm. Okay, 
So still, you brought some pasta, yeah. and Michael, I think you can taste a little bit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This taste, I'm has so a sorry. lot of garlic in it. This doesn't have any added garlic. So, so we there, have there to might share be a this. little. So what there. kind? So what kind of what kind of two pastas did you brought? Okay, so this is your classic spaghetti and meatballs, and these are vegan meatballs. Wow. Vegan so meatballs meat because we all know Chance is vegan. That's right. And this is vegan mac and cheese. So this so what is kind a vegan of cheese, cheese sauce. So what you make it out of, so I looked at an online recipe. First, I tried to cheat and use like from store-bought vegan cheese, and it tasted terrible. It was so bad. And I also tried to do the same thing with Alfredo. It was horrible. So okay. I used this recipe online, and it's like um, potato, carrot, nutritional yeast, tahini, which is like um, ground sesame seeds, like sort of like a peanut buttery type taste to it. And then apple cider vinegar and soy sauce okay and i think that's it it's in there Interesting. and then just salt and pepper and you know that vegans are the biggest water supporters in, really? in the world well, yeah when it comes to virtual water like virtual water is oh the, yeah exactly sure. when it comes to about this. yeah exactly so when it comes to eating animal products like it takes a lot of water oh, to yeah. raise livestock and chickens yes. and things like that so yes. it is take significantly less water to and in just Germany, eat grains and in Germany it nature. was like in the the, the uh, history it was always like uh, yeah on Sunday you eat a little bit of meat and stuff mm. like that so yeah. you you uh, did something good for the family and stuff and now it's really like in Germany everybody every day just yeah, eating exactly. meat, 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 meat yeah yeah meat. It's, it's crazy it's it's but the same here in America like it's really America bad. is addicted to meat yeah. addicted to meat yeah, it's really obviously bad. the cholesterol rates are like completely out of this world <laughs> it's nuts number one for sure cholesterol rates is <laughs> America I would guess um, it's no it's crazy and it's mm. it's not fun and I talked about this several times, virtual water, because a lot of people always like bad-mouthing like water brands sometimes, like, oh, that's so wrong yeah. <coughs> that you're using bottled water from California. So bottled water in California, what do you think, guys? When overall 100% the water used in California, how much percentage goes to just bottled water been bottled in California? What do you think, guys? Zero, zero, one percent. Zero, zero point two. Wow. Yes. Wow. It's extremely low. That is extremely crazy. low. And the biggest is probably yeah. uh, meat. Aquaculture, yes. Yeah. Aquaculture. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's nuts. Insane. It's completely nuts. Mm. It's completely I think nuts. I've heard, I don't I think I think this is right. So one pound of meat, so if you were to not eat one pound of meat, it'd be the equivalent to not showering for a month. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's I think it's like, like it's crazy. Like yes. Yeah. yeah. I think fifteen correct. Fifteen thousand liters for one steak or something like yeah, that. It's insane. nuts. It's completely nuts. Yeah, that's so that's the reason. And okay, my doctor said this for other reasons because my cholesterol is wacky. Hmm. And I'm like a very healthy person, but I think it comes more like from my parents, so they mm. give it to me as a little surprise present. Yeah. Because both my parents have oh, yeah. a very wacky cholesterol too. Mm. But my doctor said, before we put you on some crazy medication, what I really love about my doctor, That's he said cool. like, do you know what? Let's try to change your diet a little bit. Mm. And I have to say, I feel good. I'm, I barely eat now red meat anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's totally fine. And wow. I do this for both ways now because I was reading so much about like the, the water use of, of red meat. And I thought, you know what, as a water sommelier, yes, I should maybe change and take participate mm, in and mm. think twice about my steak. And yes, I'm still eating sometimes yeah. steak, but I'm trying to minimize it. Mm. So I eat red meat maybe twice per month now. Mm. And I used to eat red meat, let's face it, every day. Yeah. yeah. Every day. That's really every interesting day. too about your doctor because that's a big problem in the US too is that the medical community tends to just treat the symptoms and not the causes. Yeah. And like mm -hmm. I actually had a doctor 
my blood pressure was getting a little high and he was like let's measure your blood pressure for you know a week and if it stays at this level you'll probably have to go on like statins like these drugs and you'll probably be on them the rest of your life and so i did like <laughs> correct yes i like, did like really? i did tons and tons of cardio and got it down he's like okay you're fine but then i started when i went vegan like i barely do cardio at all anymore and it's super low like my blood pressure is like optimal which is crazy and it's like but there was a person who was like about to put me on drugs for the rest of my life that has tons of side effects oh he maybe gets a kickback yeah exactly (laughs) maybe he maybe gets a kickback and let's let's face it when he does this with 100 people exactly the kickback is suddenly not a small kickback it's like a nice kickback and apparently it is apparently um cholesterol medication is like the bread and butter of like most medical practices oh i believe this which is crazy that's the reason i really appreciated my doctor when he said like nah 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 nah, nah. let's first like think about it Hmm. a little bit and my cholesterol suddenly dropped like nifiskin i'm still high but I feel good. Yeah. And my doctor said, yeah, it's just like in your genetics that you will have a high cholesterol. So it's not like that crazy anymore. But mm. you could see right away when I stopped eating red meat, my cholesterol went like from like really high to like okay high. Moderate, yeah. yeah. And so it's just nice. reasonable that uh, everything you put in your side, at, on, in your body and probably the most is wa- uh, drinking and, and, and eating, of course, has a major impact on how you live how, oh, sure. you, how you think Absolutely. how you Correct. laugh how you yeah. act Correct. how you do Correct. do everything oh my yeah. doctor always said like okay how how to live long and healthy on this planet huh? like theoretical and he says 50% is what you're eating hmm. it's just yeah. 50% right there what you're eating then I think 20% is your lifestyle uh-huh. like are you doing exercise, exercise are you stuff. just a couch potato something like this then he says 10% is like genetics and pretty much the rest is just poor luck. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it's and I love even that the doctor <laughs> yeah, is saying yeah. it's just pure yeah, luck. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Because you know, yeah, there are yeah. some people who are the healthiest people. My, my aunt, for example, never smoked. She was the healthiest person ever, always eating everything whole grain, even her, her, her cakes, everything needed to be whole grain, what I thought was disgusting as a child. <laughs> a cake needs to be sweet. It doesn't need to be like brownish, super dry. What mm. the hell yeah. is that crap? Mm. Yeah. She died of lung cancer. Mm. Wow. Huh? It's like, pff. yeah. And you think like, how? Mm-hmm. Never smoked. Always lived on the beaches. Always been exposed to amazing air. Everything. And but our hey. prime minister Helmut Schmidt, he was smoking yes. like till ninety two or something. Correct. I don't yeah. know. Till ninety two, smoked crazy. literally like yeah. twenty four hours. <laughs> he even I served. He was him the once. last one who was allowed to smoke in German TV. Yes, actually, it's wow. for me amazing. And this guy like went to because I served him several times in Germany. Super nice guy. Amazing what he did for Germany. Let's face it, he was like, and what he did for Hamburg. Back in the days in the 70s when they had a big flood, it's like he was the guy. Huh? He was the, the manager who figured it out to save mil- uh, saved thousands of lives yeah. at yeah. that point. So he was our chancellor at one point, And that guy smoked and smoked and smoked and <laughs> wow. smoked. And, every, and it's not like he smokes and then he chit-chats a little bit and then he starts to smoke again. No, no, no. He was constantly <laughs> smoking. And there there's no picture of him existing without a cigarette. Without a cigarette <laughs> <laughs> and he was even he went to to a catering event where I served and it was in the in the city hall and mm. obviously the whole city hall was non-smoking yeah. environment huh? <laughs> and he came backstage where the kitchen was like I need a cigarette now huh? and he smoked wow and we like sure you don't want to s- tell exactly. our former <laughs> chancellor you cannot smoke <laughs> oh, <sir."> yeah. <laughs> you're like 
here we go, Chancellor. <laughs> it's like, here's the trash can oh or here's God. the ashtray, whatever you need to do. It's like, wow. there's some respect then to this kind yeah, of people. Yeah. Again, I'm hungry. So which, which pasta you should start? What do you think? Let's do, let's do the red sauce. Okay. And you're allowed a little bit? Yeah, sure. Because we got, we have here a, a little colleague actually here. Yeah, he's, he's in the background, the intern. He can eat it. I mean, it's uh, he doesn't get paid, so, <laughs> so, so, so come, it would so be come nice over to, here. to get so at least. So a little surprise on the for the first time, I think, in the history of Planet Water, then we have a, f a second guest. So that's something oh, very I would go this way. Oh. So, very unusual. It's and really obviously, it's very tricky because when you would see my apartment right now, it's like a whole like little little studio. So when you see like a little problem into the camera it's it's happens it's not a big deal <laughs> so we will introduce another member of viva con aqua welcome and you have to stand very close that the camera can catch you a little bit here we go because <laughs> you can see your you can see your picture right over there okay cool welcome <laughs> so who, who are you <laughs> i'm patrick and i'm the pr speaker of the water week here nice Nice. So the PR speaker of the Water Week in Los Angeles, the mm. intern. And how did you heard about Viva Con Aqua? What's your story? A good friend of mine, Tim Bengel, an artist. He will come to um, LA too. Uh, he taught me about it and I found You're like, idea awesome. hey, LA, pff, sure. <laughs> I gotta go there. He's, he's really famous. Maybe you put up Instagram and uh, show him because he's really famous and he just did uh, your former president. Uh, Barack Obama and um, what's his name? Tim, and then Bengel. B E yeah yes, here we there. go. You have him, and he just did like uh, Letterman and Barack oh, Obama cool. for the introduction of his uh, Netflix interview. Wow. That's amazing, huh? Three hundred and thirty-four thousand followers. Tim Bengel is a supporter of Viva Conakwa. Yes, he was actually in Uganda with us, and he will release. Uh, he has a, here. You see the photos of Uganda. Yeah at the Warhol and he will release an artwork he produced and got inspired in Uganda here at the Leica Gallery on the 21st of March. Oh, the Leica Gallery is amazing. I love the Leica Gallery. Me too. That's really cool. No, this is great. I love this. I love this. Okay, so you're gonna step in for the tasting a little bit? Yes, sure. Because Michael needs to... Huh? And I, I, I love this. Rescuing <laughs> I, I love this. I love this. So let's start with the red sauce, huh? with the, okay. with the fake vegan meatballs. I actually haven't tried the meatballs yet, but they're supposed to be good. Are they safe to eat? Oh yeah. Okay. Come here in the yeah. middle. No animals were harmed in the making of these oh, meatballs. Oh, <laughs> we have like little little <laughs> little problems with the with the technical thing here. Okay. Oh, very nice. Okay. Cool. Okay. Let's start with the red sauce. And what do we have in the glass, Roy? Huh? Oh, we need we need another water. You should you should finish, Roy, because this will be too heavy right now. But it's actually a, a beautiful water. Yeah, Roy is cool. Okay, Trent, you wanna give me the the meatballs? Yeah. The vegan. What do you even call this? Because it's not meat now. How you call meatballs who are not meatballs? It's mock meat. Mock is meatballs. Is what they call it. Yeah. Okay, mock meatballs. They look like meatballs. Here we go. Huh? The question is, do they taste like meatballs? Yeah, we'll see, huh? <laughs> it's crazy, huh? They actually taste like meatballs. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah, they have a little spice to it. Yeah. I love it. It's the brand is Gardein. You can get it at, I think, every grocery store. 
You would never think it's crazy. You would never think mm. it's not meat. Try that. That's not. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so pretty good. It is a little spicy. Obviously, rich flavors huh, from the meat. Like there's a lot of power. Mm. So I think when I look at our selection here right now today, uh, I wouldn't go still. I would go with the sparkling water mm. right away. And we have Perrier, we have Vichy, we have Pellegrino right now in front of us. I think Pellegrino would be fun. Because let's face it, huh? Pasta comes originally from Italy. And Pellegrino <laughs> comes from Italy. So I think we should go with the same country. <laughs> <laughs> This was the best argument I ever got by, <laughs> by a, a guy who is working in an Italian restaurant. It's a pizzeria. And you, of course, you get spaghetti and all these things. And he, he, I asked him, he's a really nice friend of me. And he's a, I asked him if he want to buy, the, uh, sell the Viva Con Agua bottled water. And he said, Michael, I really like your project and everything, but it's the only Italian thing. The guys in the kitchen, they are from Ghana. I'm from Albania. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only Italian stuff is I my water. I <laughs> and I said, this. okay, <laughs> this is 100% confirmed. Oh my God, this is brilliant. That's good. Cheers. This is brilliant. Cheers, guys. Um, Mm. Totally other taste than the Roy. And I like this because yeah. you still can you still can taste the tomatoes. That's what I was gonna say. It really highlights the tomato taste and yeah. the sun. And this is actually the bread sauce is from Italy. Like it's Look, it's, it's like ten dollar ten dollar like, pasta sauce. Does somebody speaks Italian here? We need we have, we have the whole. We should put an Italian. Viva con agua. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. I love Pellegrino. It tastes really good with it. It yeah. tastes very, very good. Yeah. TDS of, um, yeah, it's it's actually pretty high. Over a thousand. That was good. That was good. Mm, you're Patrick. so into, you're so into Roy. Huh? It's crazy. It's totally other kind of, I never thought, it, uh, thought before meeting you really about the different tastes of water. So for me, it was just water. Don't yeah. get me wrong. No, but no, no, don't. It was the totally social fine. part of my job. And, but, To, to really think about a different taste and I was not and now it's the same uh, kill it so yeah. you no that's the cool thing about the idea that water actually has taste a lot of people always think like nah it's, there's no taste yeah you still water. get comments all the time it's yeah, like still water comments like, no, it's, it's, it's all the same you say, yeah. absolutely not because no. when you think when you drink a Roy <laughs> yeah Roy and <laughs> Pellegrino it's wow. it's totally different huh? <laughs> totally different okay so what is here yeah, mac and cheese So mac and fake cheese vegan mac and cheese vegan mac this and is actually cheese. it's pretty good so i did the recipe online and my girlfriend so i do the recipe online and then she changes it she tweaks it but doesn't tell me what she does because it tastes so, so there's good little, there's a little asian influence in there is and it tastes amazing <laughs> but she wasn't able to tweak this one so i think it still tastes pretty good but it's not quite as good as hers so okay <laughs> okay just have okay. to put that disclaimer out okay there. here we go let's give, give you some first It's too bad because we're talking about it since an hour. Obviously, the the oh Jesus, it's like bricks. <laughs> the cheese <laughs> melted like very intense now into the mac and cheese. So, yeah. and I think like there's one billion calories right in front of me. So oh I need God. to go twice it's actually to the pretty, gym today. It's pretty healthy. I think I think it is. There's a little bit of fat in there, but that's, that's <laughs> Martin it. is just smiling. <laughs> <laughs> right, just, just tell it to yourself. Right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. 
you always cook for your guests? Not at all. I cannot cook at all. You cannot no, cook. No, I cannot. Cook. Come on, this is a joke. No, I cannot. You're cook. working in no, the. No, yeah, but that's the reason. Because I cannot cook. That's the reason I'm working in the restaurant business because I'm getting cooked there, right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just easier. No, when I'm always telling my chef, mm. I'm always telling my my guest when I would because they are sometimes are, and that's so funny. Yeah, I'm coming in a suit. Huh? I'm working in a suit in the restaurant, and then when I'm approaching the table yeah. sometimes and asking how everything is, they ask me, "Are you the chef?" And I was like, "Yeah, right. I'm having a, uh, having a, I'm wearing a suit and a tie in the kitchen." Uh-huh. And then I'm always saying, "Like, no, no, I'm not the chef because when I would be the chef, you would not sit here because yeah, I cannot exactly. cook." <laughs> <laughs> so no, no. Andreas is my executive chef, and he's doing an incredible and amazing job in inside the Patina restaurant kitchen, and I'm better outside with hydrating people. So yeah. when I take Ubers to the concert hall, that's where Patina is located. The drivers always ask, oh, so do you do you play for the concert? Because I'm always wearing a suit. And I'm like, yeah, I play the tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I go by. So, Trent, I'm not a 100% this, fan of the This is not as good as my girlfriend's, everybody. I have, to, I okay? have to just admit it. It's like, I don't know what the taste hers, is. Hers is amazing, to be honest. But this this is all right. It's better than the store-bought one, though. The store-bought one was disgusting. So, I, couldn't, I need the Roy so because I need to really completely neutralize my palate now after <laughs> the taste of the mac and cheese from Chance. Uh, sorry, but there is no... For me, for the mac and cheese, I don't even want to pair that. <laughs> not my taste <laughs> but hey again and that's the beauty about tasting waters and and talking about taste because a lot of people always ask mm. me hey martin what yeah. is the best water on this planet yeah there is none mm. there is no best tasting water on the person because it really depends on the person you're absolutely right michael so it really depends which water do you like mm. some people will say roy is the worst water they ever drunk in their lives mm. some people will say that is actually the coolest water i ever had in yeah. my glass mm. And this is exactly with food, it's exactly with cars, it's exactly with everything what we're doing. Huh? Some people like my shirt, some people will say, what f- kind of a stupid shirt is Martin wearing today? It's, no, it's okay. But I totally get it. It's like, it's, it's, it's all about taste. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Some people will say, in what kind of a crazy apartment Martin lives, who can put bottles of water right behind him in the living room? How stupid is that? <laughs> yeah. Huh? I think it's cool because I love water. Yeah, exactly. So, and this is with food, and this is with, with beverages, and this is with water, obviously, as well. There is no it's best in, tasting it's water. It's even with Viva Conagua. Like, the Viva Conagua, which is working for Martin Riese, will be a totally different Viva Conagua than it's for me or for the Inter. So, you never jump in the same water, you say in German, yeah? You Correct. never see the same Viva Conagua because it's in constant flow. That, that's the similarity to water, yeah? That you always uh, have a new kind of DNA expression and yeah I love this look I, I think one this. of us is a fan of the mac and cheese I, I just <laughs> wanted to say huh? it looks like here someone is shoving in the, the mac and cheese the whole time and again and I'm glad actually it happens because now I don't want to be here the, the oh look the water somebody doesn't like the mac and cheese of <laughs> chance and I see it on social media suddenly so it's great you love the mac and cheese it's not my thing I thought the spaghetti with the meat with the Mock meatballs. I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's really actually good. very good. Really it's good. very, very good. Cool. Um, now I think that was fun. Thank you so much for, for, for doing this. And I think we should close today with a little video because I really, I really love <laughs> that video. We could talk, obviously, hours and hours over Viva Con Aqua. But I think we, again, we would love to have you back, Michael. 
I think it was great to talk a little bit about Viva Con Aqua. Please, guys, uh, here at Planet Water, Chance and myself are big fans already of Viva Con Aqua. Mm -hmm. I've been a fan since many, many years already, and now I'm so happy that you guys are here. And I, I just can tell you right here on the podcast, and I told you this in private already, Michael, I will do my best what I can do to support Viva Con Aqua because I think it's a great concept. It's an amazing course. I love this out-of-the-box concept, what mm. we're always doing. It's totally different than all other fundraising projects I saw so far. So I'm really happy that Viva Con Aqua is now part in California and hopefully we will have a lot of people supporting Viva Con Aqua here on the Planet Water podcast. And please check out their homepage, vivaconaqua.org. Org. Dot .us for the dot uh, US right now American even version, for yeah. the American version yeah. so that's cool but again uh, come to my homepage uh, martinreza.com go to planetwaterpodcast.gmail.com when you want to contact Michael we will forward his uh, our emails then to him right away so please uh, help each other out that's the most important thing and we're always saying stay thirsty here at Planet Water and Michael maybe you want to say something to the end and I, I would like to appreciate video. for the invitation like cooking <laughs> or I didn't eat something but I'm really <laughs> sorry for that hey I you got the water it's yeah, Planet yeah. Water not Planet Food <laughs> yeah absolutely I love Roy I learned a lot about water I'm really thankful and yeah um, let's get engaged uh, either for Viva Konakwa or for any other social cause because it's our world and we should do the best out of it because actually Planet Water and Planet World is a beautiful place and we can make it more beautiful for all people. Yeah, I think so too. Thanks again, guys, for listening in. Uh, this was the Planet Water episode 11 mm -hmm. and let's see what's happening in episode 12. Yep. We have some very cool guests, I know, coming again. Uh, thanks again, guys. Uh, stay thirsty and you always remember water is not just water. Jack Black. Sache unterstützt es wert, lieber von Anfang.